All right. All right. Cunis deputies, let's uh, begin this, the final sitting of Dáil Éireann. Uh, the Taoiseach, As Láthar, the leader of the opposition, As Láthar, as well. Allow caretaker Minister Harris. No booing. I have emergency powers and I'm not afraid to use them. Proceed, Minister. I think it's irresponsible to have a dull debate when the advice to everyone is stay at home. People with underlying conditions should not be out in public and judging by the colour and shape of them, that's most of the Fianna Fáil parliamentary party. Stay at home. The only exemptions are for very important ministers who have essential photo ops to attend. Photo op yours. Under no circumstances should the following be out in public. People over the age of 70. Transparency on government decisions. Questions about why it took me weeks to meet nursing home leaders while I did 700 TV appearances. Point of order, Calcarla. If you nurse a pint at home, does that make you a hero without a cap? It's a cape, Deputy OD, and I'm wearing one. Without interruption, please. The public health advice is that people stay at home and don't Google stuff that I said about penalising nurses financially for going on strike last year and we should cocoon any questions about why I let the health service get into the shocking state in the first place I'm important Hello Deputy Donnelly mm. Count Corla we are here today to hold this government to account yes. and also because we're having a few offices measured for the return of the Jack Lynch portraits yeah. Hello Caretaker Minister Josepha How dare you all come in here with your questions Shame on you what? I've had to drag myself away from planking to personally ignore your queries. Have you no respect for our birthright to rule and clap ourselves on the back? Hello, Deputy Healy Ray, the big one. Cow uh, Crusty, let the record show that I fabbed in this morning and to socially distance myself from people. I drove here on the Wild Atlantic Way via Donegal, which makes up for the loss of travel expenses over the coming Have months. Have you a statement, Deputy? I noticed that the Taoiseach was on the phone yes. to China the other day to thank them for sending the PP. It's PPE, Deputy. Personal Protective Equipment. Yeah, PP for the nurses. No, well, he should have told the Chinamen that they could have kept their virus. And after that, he should have rang the Italians and said they could keep their cornettos because that's what helped to spread it. And after that, he should have rang the Yanks and tell them we've no need of their Pepsi Max. We have country spring limited here. We don't want their foreign godless shite. Right, is that it? I hereby adjourn democracy. Uh, I mean the dawn for the foreseeable future. But because this is Ireland, chippers can stay open, but Parliament must close down. Now, if you have any leaders' questions, send them to a free post, Department of Put on a Green Jersey and Shut Your Mouth on minus 250 billion euro street at air code Fake Me Pink. It's eight minutes after the ship in a storm on Great Uncle Phineas's grandfather clock, and I'm joined on the line by Garda Deputy Under Commissioner Fiacla McGillifehical. Hello. And tell us how many checkpoints are out there this morning? Well, in pursuant to the relevant subsection of the applicable directive, I cannot reveal the actual number. Oh, it's too early for this. What can you say about checkpoints? Well, well Gordy, heretofore dispatched in jurisdictional operations, oh. are now working at capacity to deal with the challenges this... And are these real checkpoints or the kind of ones you make up afterwards for the report? Oh, smart bucko. Oh. 
by and large and notwithstanding these are real checkpoints mostly mm. we also have guardian areas which we've identified as being at high risk of breaching the restrictions yes. like housing estates with a lot of trampolines in rear gardens mm, not all heroes wear capes uh, go back to the vehicle checkpoints what are you looking for there citizens should only be travelling in order to provide essential services frontline medical staff people working in supermarkets and so on also farmers travelling to marts to shout over fences and spit in their hands Ugh. Chinese takeaways and discount stores that specialise in hen party accessories and phone chargers that break the second time you use them vital one and all and how do you check these motorists bona fides so they're what now how can you tell if their reasons for travelling are legitimate we're stopping people and asking them to provide proof of address oh. such as being able to point in the general direction of where they live oh. and sounding confident when they say it's up the road there Right. and if we still have doubts we reserve the right to make them pinky promise hmm, draconian are Gardaí travelling outside the two kilometre radius only for work related reasons mm-hmm. and the procurement of vital supplies so picking up a snack box is an essential service uh, is... for operational reasons <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that but yes right, now I understand that measures are being implemented that will allow Gardaí arrest people in breach of social distancing protocols yes, though at the moment we are operating in a cautionary capacity only Right, so uh, you can issue cautions. No, we can urge people to take it handy, mind how they go, uh. and in extreme circumstances, yes. to cop the feck on. The country breathes a sigh of relief. It's 12 minutes after the ship now, which means it's sundown somewhere. Which means... Ah, time for a break. For operational reasons. In many ways, Shannon Aaron is like the coronavirus. It's invisible, costs a lot of money, and the government would get rid of it if they could. With the last votes still being counted by Abacus, the result will soon be sent by Mule to the town crier, who will then shout them from the walls of Dublin Castle at the next full moon. I asked the Taoiseach why this Shannon election was so important. Uh, what's that? Taoiseach? Oh, sorry, Brezzy just liked my retweet of the sports star's stay-home video. I wasn't listening. The elections for the upper House? Well, others, the House of Lords. The Shannon. The Senate is a really important uh, democracy, blah, blah, blah. But Tisha could... Oh, Bono just liked it too. What? Sorry, um, look, there's this weird glitch in the Constitution where even though I'm now the most powerful and popular Taoiseach since Dev, <sighs> despite constantly losing elections, yes. I can't give the people what they want mm. and continue indefinitely because of the Assembly. You mean the Shannon? Whatevs. It's so basic, man. Johnny Sexton, FTW. The Shannon electoral system is perfectly simple if you've a doctorate in particle physics. Most candidates are nominated by makey-uppie groups that represent an idealised version of Ireland in the 1930s. They then buy their votes from county councillors in their favourite currency, Carvery Dinners. Meanwhile, the university seats are like winning a peerage for South Dublin and then the Taoiseach gets to nominate a quarter of all senators, making the whole thing pointless. Slippery nipple! Amongst those re-elected this week is the Trinity Senator David Norris, famous for being one of the first openly West Brit men in Irish politics. Here I am, elected for the ninth time. Soon I'll be the longest serving senator of all time. Then I'll go on permanent exhibition in the Natural History Museum. I've been making an exhibition of myself for life. And Norris isn't just for Bloomsday. Behave! I then bumped into Ronan Mullen, the only thing 
less popular on Irish Twitter than the coronavirus. I'm a voice for those who don't have a voice or a mouth or a face or any developed organs at all. I am a voice in the Oireachtas for all zygotes. Oh. And also goats because I'm from G-G-G-Galway. There were high profile casualties too like Fine Gael's one woman foot and mouth pandemic Catherine Noon. I lost but I feel very special to have had spent time in the Shannon. Oh, not that kind of special. Lovely special. Not stupid special like Leo. <coughs> That's as much as even I can take on an election to a chamber that spends most of its time emptier than the boarding gate for a flight to Milan. Mayhall Lahan, socially distancing myself from the Shannon, RTE News. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Lockdown Lab. Wash your hands. People are lovely. They're minding their neighbours. Brian and Bally Brack, go ahead, wash your hands. Well, there's a young one here with notions across the road. When she goes shopping, she's not going to the nearest Tesco. Oh dear, you're policing your neighbours. Where, where, where is she going, Brian? To a Voca. And how do you know? Oh, I sell a tape a SIM card underneath her rear bumper so I can track her. I don't think that's legal, Brian. And after you've touched that car, by the way, wash your hands. Jack and Cabra, wash your head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Yeah, there's an old fella next to me, Joe. He should be cocooning. Mm. When I was coming back from my walk last night, <coughs> I, I seen him slipping out in a spar. Maybe he's not as old <laughs> as you think, Jack. He could... Oh, he's 70, Joe. I've known him 50 years. 50 years? How old are you, Jack, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 68. <coughs> no underlying conditions there, Jack. No, none at all. A perfectly healthy, Joe. Are you sure? <coughs> but he should be cocooning, the old bastard. Wash your mouth out, Jack. Jerry and Donegal, go ahead. Line two. Well, I have a neighbour who isn't respecting the social distancing. Go on. It's the brush. The brush? The brush? The brunners. They're in the six counties, though. They've travelled way more than two kilometres. <sighs> wash your hands, Jerry. Wash your hands. Moving on, we have some expert advice from parents. Hi. Struggling with homeschooling from self-styled Tiger Mammy, yes. Sorkin the Shosevo, Quailon Joyce, go ahead. The key, Joe, is to have dedicated spaces. Mm-hmm. So we've turned the conservatory into a classroom uh. and we're using my yoga studio in the garden for PE. Your, your house must be huge. We start each school day with a 40-minute array fitness mm. routine I've devised based on Pilates, Zamba, Bikram Yoga and sure, kickboxing. Sure, sure, yeah. And then it's off out to our market garden. Mary's on line four. Is that helpful advice from Sorica, Mary? I can't even work the class WhatsApp, Joe. Let alone bloody Zoom. The internet's so slow here, it's still trying to download Frozen. Since when? Since last night? Since it came out in 2013. <laughs> and have you got a dedicated space for your homeschooling? There's only one feckin' space, Joe, and it's the kitchen table. And there's four kids at it fighting over the tablet and my husband there's six of us trapped in the one room Joe terrible 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 back after this back after this when we'll be asking how Simon Harris can run a health service when he does 20 hours of media appearances a day wash your hands hello hello is anyone there Oh, maybe they gave me the wrong dial-in code again. Please say oh, your name hi. and we'll add you to the conference oh, Simon Coveney sorry I didn't catch that. Uh, Press the hash key. I... Michal Martin going forward. Has joined the conference. Yeah, can't take a Are you there? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello? Sports Hi. casual Tish. Has joined the conference. Sup, dude. Sorry it's taken ages uh, to get around to this. I was out in City West being photographed looking amazeballs tall. Uh, hang on. You can go to a photo op but not to leaders' questions in the doll. I mean, that's absolutely... Uh, Hi, everyone. I'm... Eamon Ryan for National Unity. Uh, has joined the conference. Lol. Hi, I'd like uh, to order some more seeds. Ah, uh, yes. I think the grassroots are very important. Right? What's this? The government formation part. 
like that. Uh, oh God! What do you mean? Not this again! Uh, oh. <laughs> Eamon Ryan for national unity Loser. has left the conference. Uh, okay, guys, if we could just anyway, discuss the. Uh, where was I? Uh, here. Uh, you were talking about your photo op in City West, or was it the photo op from your caretaker desk? Going oh forward? yeah, well, City West is like a kind of a step-down hospital thing in the conference centre. Mm-hmm. It's this place where hundreds of GAA clubs have had their strictly come dancing events. Oh yeah. So it was a massive job hosing it down to obliterate every last drop of turf muncher. Uh, they found traces of Marty Morrissey in the actual structure. Go away. Uh, hello, can anyone actually hear... Alan Kelly! Yeah! ...has joined the conference. Come on, Chuck! Ah, uh, my ear. Uh, dude, there's a microphone. There's no need to roar. Yeah! I'd, I'd like to welcome Deputy Kelly to this process. As you're aware, we've been working on a policy platform. Platform? Far. Uh, on behalf of the Finnegal negotiating team, I'd like to. So, what to do you go- say, dude? Hey! Are you in? Like, I know you don't have the numbers. Uh. Labour TDs have been self distancing since before it was even a thing. <laughs> Very good. But yeah. if we can get a couple of the swivel eyed, welly eating independents to climb on board, we might be able to do it with you. Probably have to really guys smoking at pubs or marrying your donkey or whatever to get it over the line, though. Okay, I listened to your proposals and I'll report back to my party. Uh, that shouldn't take very long. <laughs> oh, and congrats on winning the raffle to be become the last ever Labour leader. Yeah! Uh, for goodness sake, my ears. Alan Kelly. Yeah! Has left the conference. All right, caretaker teacher, let's discuss the issues. The biggest prob we have now is working povs trying to get laid off so they can claim Corona dole. Seriously? I've no stats or facts to back that up, but it's been ages since I riled up people before progress, so I thought I'd just put it out there. Right, come on, this is no time to restart your welfare cheats, cheat us all palaver. Yeah. Half a million people are signing on. <laughs> you don't want to risk a campaign for us. What? To drop our unvouched expenses with the doll shut be sensible now oh, that's true hello has someone muted me or uh, why is now no let's look at a revolving Taoiseach <gasps> serving equal terms absolutely knock yourself out what yeah really yeah I'll have someone clear out my office tomorrow are you serious? But I'm keeping the Mr. Taoiseach mug, BTW. Love that mug. Hold on a second, though. You want me to go first? Well, you did win more seats, fair and square. Well, well not so, let's not be too hasty. You've been across the, the COVID crisis. Anyway, see you in two years. Let me know how the massive recession, gigantic deficit what? and overwhelmed health service works out for Wait, you. No. Gotta go. I have a personal training sesh on Zoom. Yeah, sports I, casual oh, teach. Has <laughs> left the conference. This this doesn't sound good. What? Michael Martin going forward. Has left uh, the conference. Uh, uh, hello? You may be hearing a lot about COVID-19 right now. Even your ad breaks are bite-sized, listen-to-your-mammy-style recaps of what you've just been told to do on the news and on every other show all day. That's why there now follows a COVID advisory warning about COVID advisory warnings. 1. Stand at least 2 metres from your radio so you can't smash it to bits when the same ad comes on for the 27th time that day. 2 metres is over 6 feet, or about the width of your ever-expanding comfort-eating belly. 2. Refrain from yelling at the annoying information coming from your radio. No one's listening to you, so you'll just be as silly as Eamon Ryan shouting about window boxes. 3. If you're at risk, isolate and deprive yourself of vital services, cocooning, or living in rural Ireland, as it used to be known. 4. Remain alert for the following symptoms of a COVID-19 news overload. An overinflated sense of how knowledgeable you are on medical issues now, even though the closest you ever got to studying medicine was reading the label on a pack of Imodium. An uncontrollable urge to share baseless information on your WhatsApp groups. If you show any of these symptoms of COVID overload, it's time to switch to activities that are much more conducive to your mental health. Try meditation, screaming into a pillow, or opening that second bottle of wine at 11 in the morning. Rest assured, this crisis will pass. 
before long you'll be back in work bitching about your boss and spending your weekends in woodies with a spouse you're not sure you love anymore before heading to a family barbecue, fondly remembering the days when you didn't have to spend Sunday in the same room as your in-laws. This public service announcement was brought to you by the unelected Government of Ireland, still on full salaries by the way. COVID-19, the best thing accidentally making Ireland look competent since the Brits made a hames of Brexit. <sighs> yeah. uh, hello? In these worrying times, there may be no sport, but we still have hours to fill, so we copied, uh, came up with Dez's Island Discs. It works because my name's Dez. It wouldn't work for, like, Darren Frell. Darren's Island Discs. Do I suppose you could drop the D and make it Aaron Island Discs? <laughs> Didn't think of that. Better stop now or Claire Byrne will be presenting it from her shed next week. Claire Island? Yeah. No. Oh, anyway, my guests this evening for this nostalgic look back uh, are Porrick Harrington. Uh, hello, yeah. Uh, might be a delay there on the Skype, Porrick. Where are you? Rathfarnham. Oh. I'd just like to think about my answers. I'm also joined by Katie Taylor. God help us all. And Eamon Dunphy. Yes. And Eamon, you said this week that you don't think you'll ever leave the house again. Uh, people have this idea about me, Des, that I'm some sort of social animal. Well, an animal, certainly. But in fact, uh, I prefer staying at home. I work from home. I phone in my columns from home. Yeah. And I do my podcast, The Stand, in association with Tesco, Del Diablo Wine, currently just €8 Euro a bottle from home. Well, th- that brings us neatly to your first music choice, yeah. I'm Up All Night to Get Lucky. <laughs> but before we hear it, uh, Porik, what role does music play in your life? Uh, well, I love music, Ryan. Yeah, it's Des, actually. What? Ryan's Island wouldn't work at all. It sounds like a terrible place, uh, like Shutter Island. So what What are your early musical memories? Uh, I can remember being in my parents' car as a young lad, uh, driving past a pitch and put course, yeah. seeing the lads going in with smiles on their faces. Huh. Uh, and that song by Pulp, Common People, was on the radio. What? And uh, it made me want to be a proper golfer. <sighs> I wanted to play on a proper course you could drive on <sighs> and not just two. Uh, yeah, wonderful memories. Katie... Uh, what does music mean? Yeah, I love listening to music, Marty. Well, no, it's it's actually dead. Before a fight, the right music can really get me in the zone. Yeah, many sports stars swear by Eminem. I prefer Eminem's some- Easter eggs, just three ninety eight in Tesco. I prefer something with a stronger melody, such as "Make Me a Channel of Your Peace." What? That's probably my favourite song to listen to before I bait the head off some young one. Praise Jesus. Uh, yeah, we'll come to that in a few minutes. But just so you know, that on. T- Tomorrow evening's Dez's Island Discs. Doesn't get old, does it? I'll be sharing musical memories with Gerlock Nan, so there's a parental advisory there. And I'll be asking if we need to pay the BBC for nicking their format. Oh God, I'm just imagining an ocean of coleslaw. It's ten past seven and with what it says in the papers is John S. Doyle. And for balance, we're required to keep these stories positive only. John? Thank you, Gavin. Priced out of Dublin, a headline in the Irish Times property section reads, Not anymore, thanks to the arse soon falling out of the property market. The article predicts that the price of a bedsit in Clongriffin will fall below half a million euro for the first time in eight years. The only downside being that when all the banks collapse again, no one will be able to get a mortgage again. 
Liquid Silver reads the headline on the front of the Irish Examiner with the story about a Fermoy mother who found the country's last remaining bottle of hand sanitizer in a rural pharmacy in Ballyporeen. The story takes a sad turn, however, as the momentarily lucky woman dropped the bottle, estimated to be worth two and a half million euro, and smashing it on the pavement, whereupon passers-by started rolling around naked in the priceless spilled liquid. The travel section of the Irish Independent is rich with ideas of getaways you can take in your own home. They include pitching a tent in your own back garden, drinking warm cans of fizzy wine and weak old sandwiches and calling it a music festival. Or lying beside your bath with the heater on full so it feels like you're at the beach. And a DIY romantic bedroom getaway in which you simply lock the bedroom door and leave the TV on full blast downstairs for the kids after sneaking Calpol into their ice cream. Meanwhile, Owen Harris finds comfort in the fact that there's plenty of things to annoy him in his own home without needing to venture outside. They include shouting at the creaky bathroom door he's never got around to oiling, accusing his slow internet modem of being a shinner and massaging a large cushion on his favourite armchair while imagining that it's his hero Michal Martin on the day he is finally crowned Thijuk. Finally, there's good news for the country's sports journalists as the cancellation of Wimbledon means they have something current to write about to make a change from pretending that the rehashing of old sporting moments counts as news. Thank you, John. And coming up on Morning Ireland, an hour and 45 minutes more of coronavirus news. Northern Ireland's response to the pandemic was one of confusion and bewilderment as here was a crisis that they couldn't blame on each other. I attended a DUP meeting in a crammed orange lodge, where party members sneezed on each other and mauled trays of scones. I stood in the doorway holding my breath as Arlene Foster addressed her unsocial distancers. We in the DUP refuse to align ourselves in any way with the containment measures of those LGBT Dublin Tato Wild Atlantic Way Nathan Carter loving Southern savages. We've a proud tradition of standing up against bullying and the wicked art of epidemiology. That's why today I'm announcing measures that not only contradict the life-saving lockdown brought in by the Southern GA Ross Naroon Chicken Fillet Roll IRA murder gangs of the Dublin government, but will probably cause many lives but at least we'll protect the union we encourage people to stand closer together than two metres provided they're not touching in any way as this angers our lord so we will continue our pride opposition to the ungodly act of hand washing and we will bring the 12th of July parades forward to the 12th of April to encourage morale in our strong pride and soon to be mortally ill community Mrs Foster's heartfelt speech was cut short when a party member came across a five-day-old fax stuck on her shoe, outlining Boris Johnson's tighter measures to be applied across the UK. Afterwards, I asked her if she felt her response to the pandemic had been slow and uncoordinated. Well, slow and uncoordinated is the DUP. Why? Didn't we stand idly by without an assembly for three years, all to prove we can't be trusted to rule ourselves? Now we blindly follow the example of our betters and women. Westminster, even though half of them didn't believe in the coronavirus until they caught it. If Great Britain is going down, then Northern Ireland is going down with it. No lockdown, no, no containment, no, no surrender. No, 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 no. 
I retreated to the safety of a Zoom call with Sinn Féin's Michelle O'Neill. Our priority right now is to socially distance ourselves from anything that looks like having to make a decision. Mary Lou, obviously, has joined the conference. Not now, boss. I've got this. First of all, the Joel hasn't done enough. No, I'm looking at Northern Ireland. Oh, we'll have no idea what's going on up there. Uh, I can take this, Mary Lou. Shush, shush, pet. Michelle O'Neill has been removed from the conference. Right, Tommy, what kind of soundbite do you want? Uh, Loud and wrathful? What? Or quiet and snide? Uh, <laughs> Tommy Gorman, RT News, has left the conference. Hello? Hello? Ah, the prick. Please welcome the President of the United States. Thank you, thank you. My fellow unemployed, infected Americans, a lot of dummies were saying we have to open the country. We gotta be open for business by Easter, but I know the most, so I've decided to extend the lockdown. We're looking at a very rough two weeks. We could lose 240,000, huge number, amazing number, the best. But I'm gonna bring it down to 100,000 because I do great deals. We're going to treat the virus like I treat building contractors. I owe you 240 k Here's 100 k Now get out of here or I'll sue you. Sir, President, President, you. Sir, when 15 people were infected, you said that number would go down to zero. That's lies. Lies. You said it would be gone by April. Wrong. You said, totally uh, false. That's f- your uh, fake news. I've got a recording here of you saying it, sir. You're I- a nasty man. Why can't sir. you do nice questions? Nasty sir. tape recorder. Someone take that away sir. and have it incinerated. The tape or the reporter, I don't Sir, care. President, Shut up. The, the lamestream media wants people to think this disaster is a disaster, but it's not all bad. My ratings are through the roof. Every day, the death toll goes up. My ratings go up, too. So it's not all bad. Stop being so negative. Negative, negative. We are winning. We're winning because I'm doing such an incredible job. A lot of people say that. And I'm inventing cures on the spot. Hydrochloric. Hydrochloroquine, the big long word or something. It's not trialed or proven, but take it. Take it all. See what happens. You might die. Who knows? Not me. It's science. I'm going to like Dr. Yeah. Fauci in to, right. t- to talk to you people. Uh, any information this drug could fight COVID-19 is purely anecdotal. We urge people not to take it under any... He said take it. No, he I... He said take it. Dr. Grouchy. I didn't say I suspect. I respect your stupid opinion, Sir? but I know the most about this stuff. But no hard feelings. Let me shake your hand. Don't shake heads. That helps spread the virus. Oh, so well, shut up and give me a hug, you nerd. What an ignorance. Sir. Sir. President, Mr. Sir, we have record numbers of unemployment employ people in the United States right now. I know, now. it's amazing. It's like the biggest episode of The Apprentice ever. We've said you're fired to every worker in America. The most disastrous rise ever, historic. Better than Obama. Yes. That's it. No more questions. God bless Sir. my approval ratings. God bless Joe Biden's mouth spasms. Sir. And God bless the Tiger King for distracting the country from remembering anything I said before April. Sir. Sir. I hope Joe Exotic wins, by the way. Carol is a nasty woman. Sir. I want to buy a leopard. I love their stripes. Sir. Sir. Shoot it or wear it on my head. Mr. President, Mr. President.